So an angle that we can take to try to improve our attitude and consequently our life is uh, to take the angle of always being, to so say, a student of truth as opposed to trying to be its master, as opposed to trying to own it. Meaning, we understand that we are always in a perpetual life and death struggle with vanity, with selfishness, with delusion, with illusion, with fantasies, with self-serving, nonsensical narratives and falsehoods. It's a continual war. And one of the uh, weapons of our opponent, meaning of our lower self, of uh, the self that we want to extinguish, is to try to change reality according to our present emotional needs, according to our current schemes of self-love, meaning uh, we want to do uh, so let's say, okay, I want to uh, figure out a way where I can, let's take a simple example, where I don't have to work out and I won't feel bad, right? I, somebody said I have to work out or I think I have to or the doctor said, <clears throat> but I really don't want to. Why? Well, because I don't, because I'm lazy, right? Or because I don't have the, the, the real motive. But I also don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel guilty. So now I have to change something. I have to skew something in order to accommodate that, in order to make it happen. So for example, I can say, uh, right, and truth might be my victim. Maybe it won't be, but but it might be. I don't really care. So I might say something like, <coughs> excuse me, well, I once read a study that working out isn't that good anyways. Right? Uh, it, it, I once read a study that it's better to, to, to be lethargic and to sit on the couch instead of going for a little walk or lifting some weights or, you know, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't really matter. Or I'm going to do it next week. And then next week comes. We don't do it next week, next week, next week. So we lie to ourselves, not because we mean bad, not because we want to hurt ourselves, but just because we don't at present have the strength and the discipline to uh, stick to the straight and narrow path of truth. So basically, we begin to try to master uh, truth, master reality, right? Instead of uh, uh, being a student. And here, the, the truth might be that we promised ourselves that we're going to do it. So then we have to submit to that promise of our own. I said I would start working out Monday. Now it's Monday. I have to work out. But if I kind of don't have the right attitude here, I might try to be the master of truth. Ah, no, I didn't really say it. It didn't really count. Nah, we just, I forgot, whatever. Right? So we understand that, that the key here would be to, to, to be a student. So obviously that holds for higher and higher realities. For example, we want to be free again naturally. It's not that we do, but a side of us that we're fighting wants to be free to continue to be entirely selfish, entirely subjective, crooked, self-centered, vain, concerned strictly with our own desires, and yet to also not feel bad about that, and to feel like we're righteousness incarnate, and to feel like a, a phenomenal future is, is is something that's owed to us, is, is to us guaranteed. So whatever truth is in the way of that, whatever ideas are in the way of that, we are frequently willing to destroy. That's why we see very often that people uh, begin to say, you know, I was taught such and such things, but I, I began to question. I, I'm, I'm a real big truth seeker, I'm, uh, you know, and, and I, consequently now, I don't really want to, to do what I was taught. I don't really want to have any kind of restraints uh, on my behavior because I'm not sure, you know, if, if, if it's true. So we ask a person like this, do you apply the same supposed seemingly admirable standard of truth to, for example, when you go to a store and it says customers only for the bathroom? Do you do that? 
Now, sometimes I use the bathroom and, and, and take resources and I don't buy anything. Okay, do you do that when you're on the phone with customer service and, and you say uh, that I try to pay my bill and my, but my internet wasn't working? Okay, I've done that or something like to that. Do you do that when you borrow money and sometimes if somebody doesn't get on you, you don't give it back? Okay, I'm there. I'm not truthful either. What about when you take little things from maybe from work, you take a pen, maybe you put soda into the water cup. Are you truthful there? No, I guess I'm not. Right, so we see that's a sure sign that that's what's going on. What we were talking about before, our enemy is taking advantage of us, our lower natures. We do not care about the truth. That's for sure. We care about getting what we want, doing what we want, and not feeling bad. So if that means that you know, maybe I was taught that uh, a given moral, a given ethical precept, maybe such as that I shouldn't steal, whatever the case may be, all of a sudden I have doubts right, about what I was taught. I'm a, I'm a big truth seeker. You know, I'm a seeker. I want the truth. But obviously that doesn't hold everywhere else. So we see that's that's an example. If we're a student of truth, we're not going to try to reconfigure reality according to our whims and our fancies. We're not going to try to mold things as we need in order to feel good about ourselves. Right? This exists because it's useful for me to exist. This doesn't because it's not. This is so because I want it to be so. This is not because it's not. Right now, I'm a, I'm a master. I'm a guru of uh, of truth. It's exactly as I say. You know, I'm a master of the universe. I already read uh, on the internet about uh, the quantum schmantum uh, particles and about the. Uh, you know, how to be one with the, the universe. I'm, I'm, I'm the master, I already know. And that means basically the bottom line is that I can do what I want. I don't have any true responsibility, any true ethical responsibility, should we say. And, and uh, you know, and now I can feel large and in charge. So we see that's another example where we succumb to, to that temptation uh, to not be honest and we try to master truth. But the reality is, of course, that that's not so. And if we want to have an attitude that's in conformity with reality, we will always retain that humble attitude of being a student. I am always am trying to live up to the truth. I'm always trying to clarify the truth, but I've never mastered it fully. It's never mine, truly. What's another example of this? It might be something such as a person wants to succeed in a given field. Maybe a person wants to uh, become a great athlete, right? So a person works really, really hard to internalize that truth for as long as possible. Maybe track and field, uh, you know, and a person works hard and, and, and wins the Olympic Games or, or a, a really big race. So now the person has made that truth their own to run fast and not just out of the blue, but after a lot of strength, a lot of conditioning, a lot of discipline, a lot of diet, a lot of practice, a lot of technique, a lot of hard work. Now I've made this truth mine. But uh, if then the person begins to say, you know, I own this truth. I'm the master, right? I'm the master of speed. Me and speed are one, right? So I don't have to do anything further. I'm going for the, until the next, let's say it's Olympics, the next four years, I'm simply going to uh, sit on the couch. I'm not going to do anything because I'm already fast. Uh, you know, fast than me, it's, it's the same thing. It's a synonym for me. Fast is my middle name, right? So what happens the next time around? The person maybe doesn't even qualify for the Olympics and certainly doesn't win. Now, in an extreme example like this, to this extreme, we're not that silly because we understand and, and, and with sports, there's a clear feedback mechanism. But even there sometimes, right, we win a, a, a person wins a championship and begins to feel that he or she is is, is the king or queen for good. There's n Nobody can come and get me. I'm just natural. Me, me and the sport, we're one and the same. But that's not so. We are borrowing this truth and we have to work to, to, to keep it, to make it our own. Right? We, we got into great shape. We have to work to keep it. Sure, there's some... Uh, 
what's the word? Uh, the, the ball keeps rolling for some time. And, and, and maybe if we got to an elite status, we'll always have some abilities that, that the average person doesn't have. But we're not going to be able to keep up with those people that are that are hungry and that are working really hard, at least for forever, and that are talented. We understand? So the idea would then be, no, um, no matter how much I've accomplished... I'm a student of my sport. I'm humble. I'm always trying to learn more. I'm always trying to, to retain and, and earn my position every day. It doesn't matter if yesterday I was an Olympic champion. Today, I'm in the in the weight room. I'm in practice. It's like I've never done anything before. Now, I mean, I can feel good. I can be confident. I can be uh, happy. But in terms of taking it for granted, I'm not taking it for granted. I've played a whole sport my whole life. One wrong move. May we be spared. Ankle blown. ACL, MCL. That's it. Right now, can't even walk. So that's it. So we understand that here it's very clear. We don't own the truth uh, here uh, uh, of our athletic performance or money, right? I've gotten so rich. Me and money are one thing. Money is my middle name. I own it. I don't have to be careful with my investments. I don't have to protect my assets, be careful with my spending. Of course, I have money. Like, whatever. I'll buy anything I want, anytime I want, make risky investments. Right? And then very frequently what happens, or often enough, unfortunately, is that we lose the money. And money and, and, and ourselves are no longer one. We've parted ways. So that's another example. Instead of being a student, yeah, I've earned a lot of money, but let me continue to try to learn how to how to earn more. Let me be careful with my investments, with my assets, with my spending, with my budget. Let me not go into debt, all these kinds of things. Uh, and that would be the right attitude. Let me continue to, to be humble here. So again, we say it's very clear when it has to do with things that give us strict feedback mechanisms, money, sports, but we would say it's the very same thing as it concerns any kind of reality at all. Whether it's it's the reality we're trying to realize an idea such as the love of our neighbor or of our spouse or of our children or of humanity, we're trying to fix a character trait we're try, or we're just trying to understand uh, and or we're trying to understand Something about life, uh, about uh, maybe something such as purpose or meaning or about our place in, quote-unquote, the universe or uh, in the world and, and things like this. If we begin to, to be cocky, we begin to be arrogant, we have that attitude that me and the truth are one, right? I don't have to earn it. I don't have to be a student. Then we say we, we run at risk. And eventually, if we remain that way, we certainly will play ourselves, and consequently be humbled unconsensually, right? Without our choice when, when uh, reality bites back. We already said things are like this. I already know everything, yada, yada. And then things are different and we can't admit it because that would be a blow to our pride. We reach for some coping mechanism, begin a negative cycle. Now we've been a bit destroyed ourselves morally, intellectually. From the inside out, as happens all too often. So that's the idea. That's the right attitude. We would say we, we're always a student of truth. We never try to uh, own truth. We never try to be its master. We never try to manipulate it. We're always supremely humble in the face of it. And hopefully that'll get us to the best possible uh, places that we want to go in life. All right. Thank you for listening.